0: Hey everyone, it's your favorite Black and Non Binary Cinephile, New year, new podcast. First, I'd like to issue an apology for everyone who listened to, what was, to be, what was supposed to be my review of Saw 4 through 7, only to hear me talk about Saw 1 through 3 again. I didn't realize I uploaded the same audio file for both episodes, and unfortunately, I do not have the episode for the latter Saw installments anymore. I I might try to redo it in the future, but right now, I doubt I will. So, again, sorry about that. Moving on, in this episode, I will be discussing internals, which was released in 2019 and directed by Chloe Zhao. The film wasn't greatly received by the audience, but I found it to be very well made and refreshing from the usual smack punch, bad guy tries to take over the world Marvel f- formula. Yeah, I'm doing things a little different on this podcast, so this year. Instead of the usual brief Snopus synopsis, whatever. I usually give up films. I will go deeper into the events of the movie sequence by sequence. So when I reference a specific scene in the episode, there's no confusion or need for me to clarify. Also, I won't be doing a standard discussion regarding the climax, characters, and character dynamics. Instead, I'll talk about things I liked and things I disliked or feel weren't done well. And there will be a poll at the end of the episode. You can just tell me whether you like this new format better or if I should go to my regular script. The Eternals opens with the Domo flying past the sun. Ajak announces that it is time and each of the Eternals in the film wake up and put their suits on. Well, not really put them on, they're put on because it's made out of cosmic energy. Two of the Eternals introduce themselves and we learn the first names of the celestial beings, Cersei and Igris. We're then shown Earth where a young boy and his father are fishing. The father is killed by a strange creature, then the boy is saved by his beaster who we, lay, who we later learn is Macari. I think the fight is a good showcase of each of the Eternals' abilities and respective dynamics. Dina and Gilgamesh have a Close Bond, as well as Makari and Kingo, and or Ajak and Icarus. We jump way into the future, or the present I suppose, where Cersei is running towards the class that she teaches and is late for. It is Dane's first scene. He's Cersei's love interest, and a character in Marvel Comics with a significant backstory. The class is interrupted by an earthquake and it is the first sign of trouble. The second sign of trouble is the creature that the Eternals were fighting earlier emerging from the water and frightening a lone dog. Cersei and Dane are making out at his birthday party where he revisits the conversation of them moving in together. Change is a large part of Cersei and Sprite's arc. We also learn that Cersei has been as good as hiding her at hiding her powers as she thinks. The movie flashes back to the Eternals' time in Babylon. After another victory against the Deviants, who are the strange creatures I've been talking about, Ajax talks with Irish, Erisham, who tells her not to get too attached to the planet and to remember her mission. The writers are good at planting seeds for later scenes in the film. Fastos is excited to show Ajax his ideas for a new invention, and we learn that the purpose of the Eternals is to help the human race develop but in a way in a steady way, so not to rush any progress, they have to advance on their own. In the present, Cersei, Sprite, and Icarus are in South Dakota where Ajax resides. Cersei finds her corpse and we discover that Ajax passed on her role of leader to Cersei, making her Eerishing's point of contact. Ajax was killed by a deviant and against her ability to heal, which Sprite points out is something they've never been able to do before. Like the world, deviant deviants have been evolving. There is another Babylon flashback and we see the Eternals helplessly watching as the group of indigenous people they've been living with are massacred by colonists. The violence takes its toll on Thena and she begins attacking the other celestial beings. Eventually, Gilgamesh is able to knock her out. Ajax offers to erase Thena's memories to heal her broken mind, but she doesn't agree. Athena isn't the only one who is against it. Erasing her memories would be like erasing who she is. Gilgamesh, who has a very close bond with Thena, agrees to watch over her if she's allowed to keep her memories, even at the risk of his own life. Soon enough, the Eternals all go their separate ways. The Deviant, who I mentioned before, was coming out of the water, attacks Cersei and Sprite. Icarus arrives and helps them when it's clear that they do not have the upper hand. And they all go to South Dakota together. After leaving South Dakota... The trio visits Kingo, who has become a famous Bollywood actor. Actor is actually, as he's pretending to be different people from the same lineage. Next, everyone is reunited with Gilgamesh and Thena. Cersei contacts Erishun for the first time on her own, and learns that the reason for the earthquakes is that another celestial is about to be born, which can only be done through the destruction of the planet. And she learns that deviants were created by Eresham to aid in the development of various planets just as the Eternals were. Druick, Druick has been living in a village and has the villagers under his mind control. He's been living in solitude this whole time. He's not as eager to rejoin a fight and only does so when the village is attacked. Gilgamesh dies trying to protect Dina and Cersei discovers that her ability to transform matter can be used for more than turning glass into stone and such things. Faustos has been living with his husband and son, and agrees to go with the others with a push from his husband. Macari is the last Eternal, and things come to a head as some of the group trying to find a way to stop the emergence, while some don't agree that the emergence should be stopped. And it's the Second time, we see the group divided. Macquarie has been on the Domo waiting for the opportunity to go home. And she's very sad to find out that they have no home to go back to. Phastos comes up with an idea to combine everyone's powers in order to stop the emergence which Icarus, Kingo, and Sprite are not on board with. Another flashback is revealed that Icarus has known about the emergence since Babylon and led Ajax to her death when she revealed that she no longer believed in Erosom's mission. He attacks Phastos to stop him and everyone else from stopping the emergence. Kingo refuses to raise a hand against his family but he also won't help them stop the birth of Tiamat. So he leaves with his assistant, Karan. Karun. It was Karan. The final battle occurs between the main Deviant, Icarus and Sprite, and the other Eternals. Cersei draws on the celestial energy from the other Eternals and uses it to put Tiamat to sleep. Icarus gives up and Cersei turns Sprite human, giving her the chance to grow up like she desperately wants to. Dina, Druig, and Macar decide to search for the other internals on the planet and tell them the truth of their origins. Kingo, Cersei, and Faustos are taken by Eresham, who is, unsurprisingly, not happy with their actions. Whew, that was longer than I meant it to be. Alright, here are some of my likes. I like the humanity of the film. I've had this conversation with a person before, but there are so many films about how terrible People are. It's good to have a film that's about the good and humanity. Because despite everything happening in the world. And everything that has happened. There is good. The relationship between Gilgamesh and Athena is done so well. The chemistry between the actors are amazing. I like that they embody the warrior trope. while also sharing some of the most heartfelt scenes in the film. All the actors in this movie have great comedic timing. That's also one thing I really like. Other, the last thing I like that I have listed is the fight choreograph choreography. It's phenomenal. I especially like Dana's fighting style. It's like almost it's almost like she's dancing when she fights. Now, here are my dislikes: the exposition. I understand that some things have to be explained rather than shown, but there were moments in the film where the dialogue felt unnecessary. But that's what happens when Marvel decides to make a project about an entire team that has never been mentioned before into a film instead of a show. I think the Internals would have worked better as a show. Another dislike is Icarus' ending. I was a Percy Jackson kid, and I know the story of Icarus, and I understand why this Icarus had the ending that he did. But I wish there was more than him just flying into the sun. I'm not saying it was a bad choice. It makes sense in the narrative. I just personally don't care for it. Um, my last complaint. I think there could have been a better segue between the flashbacks and the present. After a while it gets a bit jarring to switch from one millennia to the next. Um, here's a little bit of movie trivia. In the after credits or mid-credit one of those scene, The person speaking today is none other than Mahershala Ali, who is portraying Blade in the next rendition of that character. And I'm very excited to see what he does once everything gets straighted out with production. This is the second Marvel film featuring Gemma Chan. She played one of the antagonists in Captain Marvel. Another little trivia fact, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones like I am, then you know that the actors for Dane and Icarus played brothers, or cousins, I guess, in the HBO medieval drama. My final rating is 4 out of 5 stars. Do I recommend this movie? Yes, but this isn't one of those movies that you can play in the background without missing anything. If you're going to watch it, it's best to put your phone down and focus on it. I don't have a movie plan to watch next time or a specific date to record the next episode, but I hope you enjoy this. And remember, free Palestine, free Congo, free Sudan, and oppression all over the world. We are not free until everyone is free.